Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Depths of Music podcast. My name is Nick, your host as usual, and we are starting off 2023 with a bang. It took January off to kind of recharge, readjust, but now we're back. We're covering the 2023 Grammy Awards. I did this last year as well, and I had a good time covering it. Not entirely sure. Um, But this time, however, I have dragged along a few people to help me out. So why don't you introduce yourself? Can you start off? Hi, everyone. I'm Grace Konecki. I'm actually, you probably have heard my other podcast with the posts called Let's Get Into It. But yeah, I'm just here today. I... I'm also a writer for The Post, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm excited to talk about the Grammys. <laughs> All right, uh, my name is Arielle Lyons. I, I also have another podcast with The Post, but this is the, the first time that I'm using my real voice and not my news voice, so that's exciting. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is my, my third year in a row. I'm actually paying attention to the Grammys and trying to see who will win. So yeah, and a, a, a new tradition for me. <laughs> so kind of going off of that, um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I covered uh, on Depths of Music, I covered the Grammys last year. That was my first time really paying attention to the Grammys um, since, I want to say, 2020. I've been listening to whatever one album of the year, but I hadn't actually been watching the show. What are your guys' like, experiences with the Grammys before this point? I mean, I think um, like the first one that I was like like really excited for, and like the one that I actually like took time out of my day to watch was like the 2021 Grammys because you know the year before that had just been an excellent year for music, like not a great year for literally anything else, but mm-hmm. a, a fantastic year for music. And I was uh, I was uh, it was kind of a toss up. It was kind of anyone's game that year, so I, I took it upon myself to. Uh, to see if I could predict anything, and and I was familiar with like a lot of the categories, a lot of the artists, just because it was like, like everything good was very mainstream that year. Mm-hmm. So and since since then I've just I've been trying to do the same thing, and yeah, yeah. I've been watching the Grammys. I think the first one I remember vividly is because I'm a really big Taylor Swift fan. But mm-hmm. when she won album of the year for 1989 oh wow okay that's like the first one yeah because i remember Mm -hmm. like at that point like i'm also a really big taylor swift fan (gasps) and i um i remember like the day after when everyone was talking about it Mm -hmm. but like at that point i was i i used to actually like go to bed at a reasonable hour (laughs) so (laughs) i did that's why i didn't start watching the grammy still recently because i don't do that anymore (laughs) oh what college what college life does to you yeah seriously (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i think like from that you're on and then too when like Adele went over Beyonce mm. like a few years ago all that and then mm. it's just always been something that interests me I love like all award shows but the Grammys yeah. are like the I guess since I love music the most out of like TV and movies and stuff it's definitely one I'm like I have to watch this now every year because I'm, I'm kind of a nosy person too so I like to see like how celebrities are interacting and like just all the glitz of it I guess yeah and yeah. I I um like and I think another good reason that like it's always fun to watch the Grammys is that like you know like I guess like the two like biggest award shows the Oscars and the Grammys mm-hmm. like out of the two of them like the stuff that always gets nominated that's actually popular is actually is the Grammys and then with the Oscars it's it's things that like a lot of people haven't actually heard of unless they're like really big into yeah. like film yeah, but definitely. with the Grammys it's things that are like actually on the radio that you're actively listening to mm-hmm. so yeah. that's that's another reason that's like that's that's the one that I I actually am familiar with the things <laughs> that they actually have on the Grammys. It's, it's pretty easily accept, like accessible from a pop culture yeah. standpoint. Yeah. 
And just kind of background for you guys, um, for about you guys, what would you say like generally is like your musical background, like in, in terms of like what you listen to in your free time, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of know like what you guys kind of are into going into this? Yeah, so I think a lot, like my whole family makes fun of me because I've growing up, I've listened to like pop music like mainstream yep. just because that's what I liked but so like I'm a big Taylor Swift fan but I also am really into like hyper pop and alternative okay. Okay. like yeah. I love Charlie XCX and like that whole group of singers and like I love like alternative bands such as like like I love Paramore I love yep. the 1975 like bands like that so kind of all over the place I also like R&B like SZA stuff like that so but I definitely tend to go more mainstream just because that's also what I read about a lot and am interested in. But um, so sometimes people are like, oh, you don't actually listen to like real people. But I, I think they're all good in my opinion. But there, yeah. there is there is nothing wrong with, <laughs> yeah. with listening to mainstream stuff. And I feel oh, yeah. like this of anywhere is the best time yes, for you yeah. um, yes. because <laughs> like if you only spend your entire time in music listening to dudes with 20 monthly listeners on Spotify yeah. like you're not yeah. going to be as familiar for the Grammys mm-hmm. but what about yeah you know? I I have a, a pretty similar experience I would say I I definitely um am mostly a, a pop girly mm-hmm. um and yeah like like to your point be I think be, being basic is an art um and yeah I guess when I'm when I'm not being basic uh I, I listened to like a, a, a good chunk of musical theater. I actually did not predict that category though, just because I wasn't super familiar with like a lot of the stuff that was nominated this year because I haven't been paying attention to that as much uh, mm. lately. Mm. But um, yeah, I think when it what usually when I branch out, it's usually some kind of like indie pop or something like that, um, musical theater, or like every every once in a while I'll put on like a film score or something like oh, that. Cool. I'm I'm big yep. into like like musicals and movie music and movie yep. musicals. <laughs> yep, those are definitely really fun and. Um, if anybody doesn't know, if, mainly for you guys, mm-hmm. um, but listen to the, the show. Uh, I, I cover, I listen to a lot just to kind of cover my bases. I do cover some of the big artists. And I do mm-hmm. listen to some of the big artists. And I do actually really enjoy a lot of um, mainstream pop. Although when it's like my free time, I typically skew towards rock, specifically mm-hmm. metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and bands like that have kind of dominated like what I've been listening to, which obviously like doesn't do me a lot here. <laughs> There's like three categories for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, the Grammys doesn't know anything about rock considering they nominated Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, but, um, that was questionable. <laughs> that, that's a little more than questionable. I, if, if, if you feel so inclined, listeners, I did an episode on that Machine Gun Kelly album where I just where I just basically just dunked on him for like 30 minutes because I just don't like him. But anyways, um, but anyways, um, yeah, there was a lot of, I thought, good stuff that came out of the mainstream this year. Um, so definitely there were some good contenders. And one thing I also want to mention before we actually jump into any part of the show is that in order to be eligible for the Grammys, to have your album nominated for the Grammys, it has to come out between October 1st, 2021 and September 30th, 2022. So for anybody at home, uh, Midnight's by Taylor Swift, the new Drake 21 Savage, the 1975 Metro Boomin, SZA, those are all not on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously you guys know that, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but for anybody at home who's like, but the SZA album was really good. It was good. 
next year. Next year. Yeah, <laughs> next yeah. year. Wait until next year. <laughs> yeah, because she came out to present, and I was mm-hmm. like, somebody's going to be like, why wasn't Susan yeah. nominated? She's not yeah. eligible yet. <laughs> she will be. I'm sure I'm sure they will oh, nominate yeah. her for oh, this. Yeah. Um, but before we jump into the main show, is there anything from the side categories you guys wanted to comment on? Yeah, or, let's see. Um, what did I think? put down? Um, I... Uh, this was one of the few predictions that I got correct was compilation soundtrack for visual media was in Kanto. Yeah. Um, I, I had that one down too. Yeah. I, score surprised me. I thought the Batman was kind of a for sure one, I but wanted, that was also in Kanto. So I really <laughs> wanted the Batman to win that one. I was yeah, actually kind of, I was kind of bummed was about that because I thought that score was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, in Kanto is cute. <laughs> like it, it, it was, it was, it was really good. I just, I, I just feel like. The, the Batman was, like, iconic immediately, like, as soon as it came out. And, yep. like, Encanto, like, obviously, you know, like, the songs for Encanto were great, but I feel like the score it, itself wasn't actually that memorable. So I, I thought that that was interesting. And then Song for Visual Media, I may have been a little bit biased for this one because I thought that Carolina was going to mm. win. Mm. It was We Don't Talk About Bruno. So Encanto is really just uh, sweeping, <laughs> sweeping yeah. all of the, the visual media categories. I was, I was not surprised that We Don't Talk About Bruno won, although... Um, I was also rooting for Carolina um, yeah. because I, I do like quite a bit of Taylor Swift's music and also I'm extremely biased because I'm from North Carolina. Oh, so okay. I was like, okay. okay, I want this one to win because <laughs> I just like that song um, because, you know, uh, reasons um, I have on here. Um, so the rock categories pretty much went right down the middle. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, who mm. performed in the main show, or Ozzy Osbourne for his new album. Um, the best metal performance, um, while there were some pretty funny names on that list, Ghost would have been really funny if they would have won. Um, Ozzy won with Tony Iommi, which is kind of wild because, uh, that song is, to, to be completely blunt listeners, uh, that song is two, like, 70-year-old men talking about touching themselves, and it's really weird that they won a Grammy for (laughs) it. Um, so that's that's a that's a factoid that I just I just find hilarious that he won a Grammy <laughs> for that. But God bless Ozzy Osbourne. Hopefully, you know his health is good mm-hmm. um, as he's kind of working through that. Um, Viola Davis got her EGOT yeah. status. Yeah, good, good for, for her. her. That was awesome. That's I'm, always fun to see people EGOT. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But I'm very glad for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, the best video game score was Assassin's Creed Valhalla: Dawn of Ragnarok, which. Um, I wasn't as familiar with all the nominees for video game score, um, and I didn't play the specific DLC for Assassin's Creed, but um, the actual game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, is terrible. Um, I'm just going to be completely blunt, uh, and I mostly just put this on there to get on that soapbox and say that that game is terrible and don't (laughs) play it. I don't like it. I miss when Assassin's Creed was fun. But um, do you guys have anything else for side categories? Um. I was really sad about Rosalia not being nominated for more categories. Yes, I actually was sad about that too. So she did win for Latin Rock or Alternative Album for Moto Mommy, yeah. but I feel like that could have been an album of the year, like not at least like a contender for it. Well, considering what was actually nominated for Album of the yeah. Year, yeah. I think that like looking at what was nominated for Album of the Year, Moto Mommy would have definitely oh, fit in with that. Like I yeah. really like that record. And she won like four Latin Grammys recently yeah. for it. So I'm like. I don't know. Yeah. So I was a little sad about that, but yeah. I'm glad she won. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All righty. And then 
if you're ready, let's get into the main show, which we opened um, first with our host for the second year. I, I think, think it's this is the third year. Second or third, third, second or third year. Yeah. Trevor Noah. Um, and I feel exactly about Trevor Noah as I felt with him last year. Um, and it's that his jokes have about a one third hit rate yeah. for every one decent one <laughs> he so true. for every one decent one he tells he makes like a Chinese spy balloon joke and you're yeah. like oh you're trying so hard yeah mm-hmm. and like I feel like like Trevor Noah is like like relatively funny when he's like I guess like in his element on his own show but man hosting the Grammys it's it's a little bit like this year especially like yeah. I felt like the last two years like it, it was you know it was passable it was fine but um, like this this year especially was a little bit rough with like the like like Trump Spanish thing. I was like, oh man, that was mm. funny in like 2017, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't think any of his jokes were as rough as the Squid Game joke he made with BTS. Oh, last I year. remember that. I forgot that, about that. That one was a, that one. <laughs> yeah. That one uh, actively like made me like people use the term cringe a lot. I physically cringe during <laughs> yeah. that joke. Yeah. Um, but like, I think a perfect example is just watching him talk to Harry Styles in particular. Cause like when you talk to yeah. like Taylor Swift, you can mm-hmm. tell Taylor Swift's used to this, yeah. but like Harry Styles is definitely used to this, but Harry Styles like, why are you get out of my face? Oh, like, yeah. please stop. Yeah. Talking like to Harry me. Styles is probably like so sick and tired of being called a sex symbol and being told how hot he is. He's like, guys, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <sighs> And obviously, we will keep commenting on him as the show goes on because yeah. he keeps commenting <laughs> as the show goes on. I think the funniest moment was probably like it wasn't even like something necessarily that Trevor Noah said, but it was related to Trevor Noah. And it was probably because when he made the comment about Swifties changing the price of eggs, yeah. and Taylor oh, Swift yeah. probably has no idea how much eggs mm-hmm. actually cost right now. I, I don't think yeah, Taylor Swift she cares. She definitely doesn't know. I don't think Taylor Swift she cares. Just, how she much. just mm-hmm. sips her wine and says, Yes, Trevor, I understand what you're saying. Let's yeah, move and, on. And she's like, and she's like, and she's like, they can do anything. And I'm like looking at the camera. I'm like, Taylor, blink twice if they're if they're keeping you here. <laughs> um, but in terms of performances, uh, we started off with Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just gonna say, I thought he was great. Yeah, that I was a was sorry, to. not to interrupt. No, you're you. good. No, you okay. go. Um, like I thought, it, yeah, it was like a really nice, like high energy start. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how every Grammys should open. That's how every award show ever should open. Just super yeah. high energy. Let's have a good time. Yeah, yeah, I liked how too. Well, I'm taking Spanish right now, but I've definitely been trying to listen to more like Latin music, okay, yeah. Hispanic music. But um, I thought he did a good job of like integrating that his culture and then like you know everyone was up and dancing and having a good time. So it wasn't like people were like they didn't understand. Not that you have to understand Spanish to like like that music, yeah. but um, I thought it was really like a cool like blending of like cultures. And there's so many different people that attend the Grammys, so. Yeah having all those artists in one room, like I thought like watching like Taylor Swift react or like Lizzo or Beyonce, I guess Beyonce, she showed up late, yeah. but like just yeah. seeing all these people like look like applaud him. And like, I just think it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. cause Bad Bunny is like one of the biggest artists in the world. Yeah. Um, it's just that obviously, you know, his music, there's a language barrier mm-hmm. with America. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought that was really great that they chose to open specifically oh, yeah. with um, somebody who primarily was singing a different language. And also, like, it's like how I felt about Silk Sonic opening last year. Mm-hmm. It's like, you gotta start with a bang. And yeah, I think yeah. this was, like, absolutely the perfect pick for him to start. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I definitely like that. Um, I don't know if you guys, were you guys watching with subtitles? I, I was not. was not either. Okay, so every time Bad Bunny, for that whole performance, <laughs> and every time during his thing, uh, during his speech, the, the subtitles would just say, parentheses, singing in non-English. Oh. <laughs> um, which I thought was kind of silly, because it's yeah. like, you guys couldn't even put, like, singing in Spanish. Like, like you guys yeah. don't have a single Spanish-speaking person on your team that can translate <laughs> yeah, for, for us. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it was a little weird. But yeah, I, I loved, like, watching everybody, like, physically get up mm-hmm. to dance. Yeah. Um, that only happened a few times through the show, but I definitely really liked that one. Yeah. And then... I think I'm just going to talk about her now because I don't know if she went immediately after if there was an award before her, mm-hmm. but Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. Um, I, her kids were very cute. They were. Yes. They were so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't like commercials either, but that one commercial with her and her kids that yes. was playing yeah. was really was sweet. Cute. Yeah. But I really liked Brandy Carlisle. Um, I felt like they had to have one like token rock performance of the night <laughs> and that was definitely it. I think that's like the I don't listen to her a ton, but like I've seen her. She's always at the Grammys. I feel like, but that was probably the best I've seen her like perform at yeah. the Grammys. I think too. Yeah, she was. I thought mm-hmm. she was really. She good. was really good. Yeah. Like you know, um, I'm not super familiar with her music, mm-hmm. not as much as I should be, but I definitely really. She put on a good show. Yeah. She was a really good singer. Uh, liked her outfit a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So yeah, and then. The first award of the night uh, was the pe- Best Pop Vocal Album, uh, which went to Harry Styles for Harry Has House. That was the other prediction that I got correct. I got that right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I knew Harry was obviously not going to walk away empty-handed. I yeah. think this is a little bit of a weird pick, considering what we're going to address at the very end of the show. I agree. Um, yes. But... Uh, this is the part of the show where I have to unfortunately come out and admit I don't know how you guys feel. I'm not a huge fan of this record. It's like the not either. Yeah, like I <laughs> I like it. I think it's good. Like I definitely don't think it's bad. Like I don't even want to say that like it's fine. I think it's better than fine. Um, but I, I also just feel like compared to like a lot of, um, like I def, I definitely think that I, I don't I'm already forgetting what the other nominees were for this category, but for uh, for of course the, the the last category that was given that he won, I definitely feel like um, it was it was an odd pick because of the other nominees. Um, but yeah, like I think it's I think it's a good album. I just don't know necessarily that it was like a huge standout. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was just you know like you know eight out of ten good. <laughs> yeah, I like I love Fine Line by Harry Styles mm-hmm. so I think it's really hard to like come back after that in my opinion yeah there were definitely a few songs like I really like like Daylight and like Cinema and Satellite like all those songs yeah. on Harry's house but like I feel like all like a lot of pop artists right now are trying to be like that like shoegazy like yeah. pop sound and I'm kind of getting sick of it like especially from like mainstream even like kind of what Taylor Swift's doing right yeah. now like there's, it's not just Harry, but, like, I don't know. Compared to, like, Adele and, like, Lizzo, like, I I personally thought, like, Lizzo should have maybe won this category. But Yeah, and, and for me, like, I remember I listened to this album when it came out, mm-hmm. and I went back and listened to Fine Line. Um, 
And then I admitted to myself that Harry Styles just doesn't do anything for me as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not even particularly big on Fine Line at all. Oh, okay. uh, that album really didn't do a whole lot for me. And I, I've just kind of come to the consensus that Harry Styles is not for me. And he's just <laughs> not an artist I particularly like mm -hmm. at the moment. Maybe he'll change my mind. Um, but him winning this was like, all right. I mean, I kind of saw it coming. I wasn't rooting for him to win. But considering how big, specifically as it was, yeah. was, and mm -hmm. considering like this was like the first like really big release of the year, I was like, there. I mean, he's gonna get something for this. I just don't know like yeah, how much. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then the next award I have on here is the best country album. Mm. Um, which when I saw the nominees, I was like, okay, realistically, this is either going to Willie Nelson or Luke Combs. Because uh, Luke Combs is here and is going to perform, and he had a pretty big album. Willie Nelson's a living legend. Um, and it went to Willie Nelson, so I wasn't really surprised. But, like, I'm also not a big country person, um, which is... Yeah, I did not make a prediction for any of the country categories yeah. because I just, I can't really bring myself to listen to most country music. And actually, something happened recently where I realized that um, this is the, the second genre for me that I've realized that I probably wouldn't hate as much if I only listened to the female artists. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> because mm -hmm. I, I used to think that I didn't like rap music. And then Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion yes. got popular. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't hate rap. I just hate male rappers. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, like, I grew up listening to, like, basically, like, the mainstream country people. So, like, Luke Bryan, all those people yeah. growing up. But, like, I really like Miranda Lambert and Maren Morris because, like, I'm, I like, I'm like you. I like, like, female country more. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I didn't personally listen to many of these albums. But, like, I knew, like, my brother's obsessed with Luke Combs. So he was like, oh, my God, like, that album. But I could see why Willie Nelson won, though, because, I Absolutely. mean, it's Willie Nelson. So. Yeah. Um, just got nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, yeah that's cool. But, um... My, my experience with country is mostly, like, I've been trying to get into, like, older country, Johnny Cash, Dolly mm -hmm. Parton, that kind of stuff. Um, but I did actually review Luke Combs' new album for this show. Mm -hmm. um, my friend, who's also named Luke, not Combs, <laughs> uh, came on and talked with me about it. And I think that record is good, not great. I think there's some good moments on it. Uh, we'll talk about his performance mm -hmm. later on in the night. But I I'm okay. Like, I didn't really have that strong of a mm -hmm. feeling about this. Um, but speaking of performances, the next thing I have up here is the Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, and Chris Stapleton performance. Um, and I loved this one. I really liked this yeah, one. Yeah, I think I think you can't really go wrong with like a little bit of like Motown. Type. No, oh yeah, I don't yeah. think you can at all. I think I thought it was cool because I just took like a rock and roll history class like last semester yeah. and like I just learned about all those people more in depth. So I was like, oh, this is really cool because like Motown's obviously like a huge deal. But exactly. I didn't think I thought all their voices were really good. Like Smokey Robinson for like how old he is. I was like, he was really good. So yeah, they all sounded yeah. really great. Mm -hmm. um, the background dancers and background vocalists were going insane. Yeah. They were great. <laughs> um and, you know, we're going to also talk about how wonderful the background vocals were during Lizzo's performance, mm -hmm. too, because oh, yeah. they were mm -hmm. fantastic. But, um, 
yeah, I just thought it was a really great performance overall. And even for a Motown performance, I thought Chris Stapleton was yeah. surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised to see him up there. I was like, oh, Chris Stapleton's reporting and er, uh, performing, and I. I like didn't put two and two together that he was going to be performing with them because I, I don't know, I wasn't paying attention. And then I was like, oh, he's here too. Interesting. <laughs> it's like, oh, Chris Dippleton's here. Yeah. Oh, so he's, he's actually really good, good yeah. on a Motown song. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's definitely one of those performances that was just really good to just see actually come together. And, yeah. and the Grammys did a lot of that this year of like specifically like honoring specific people. Mm-hmm. Um which I thought for the most part went over pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll obviously address those later on. Uh, next up, I have the Best Duo and Group performance, uh, group Award, which went to Sam Smith and Kim <laughs> Petras for Unholy. This was the third and final prediction that I got correct. That's yeah, that I w- had it right. I had like a gut feeling that's that, that yeah. song would win. I don't know why, but yeah. it did. I, I did too. Um Definitely good on Sam for letting Kim be the one to accept the award. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, honestly, just a major needed dub for trans people mm-hmm. in general. Because, mm-hmm. like, they've, ugh, they're going through so much right now. It must be really hard to be a trans yeah. person right now. I can't even imagine. And that's just a, a much needed, well deserved dub. <laughs> yeah. And I think Kim Petras, a lot of people overlook her because of, like, the kind of music she usually makes, which yeah. is very, like, in your face and, like, some people think it's provocative. I think it's good because, I mean, I, I like that genre she's in. But I, even though the song's like a TikTok song, like, I do really appreciate, like, what they did, I guess. I, even if it's not, like, my favorite song in the world. But I do think it's really important to have, like, that representation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really, like, Unholy is really campy. Mm-hmm. It's yes. real, yeah, it is. It's really corny. And, like, I don't mind corny. That doesn't <laughs> bother me at all. Um, so I'm okay with this song. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that hook gets stuck in your head anytime yeah. you hear it. Um I don't like love this song. I actually I do like that Sam Smith album though. Mm. The new one I, I actually I heard it was good. I oh actually gosh, mm. I totally forgot it came out. I need to listen yeah. to it. Yeah. I gotta it, listen. Actually it's it's pretty solid. Mm. I was I was actually pretty happy with that overall. I could just listen to Sam Smith's voice all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sam Smith has a wonderful mm-hmm. voice. Um and yeah, because I know like Kim Petras, I remember seeing her in the news. She was catching some flack because she uh She's worked with uh, Dr. Luke, yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. you know, obviously, there's a whole rabbit hole down there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, I was I was really happy to see that. I thought Kim Petras gave a really great speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just overall thought it was it was it was nice to see them win, even if that song's not my favorite. I I really wasn't that mad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, I I was really surprised to see how many people were like mad and upset that the song won because they thought that the song was bad and like. I don't think this is the greatest song ever, but like compared to the other nominees, I felt like it was yeah. kind of in the bag. Like, who, like were they going to give it to Coldplay and BTS? Yeah. No offense to Army, but no, they weren't going to give it to them. No. I mean, yeah, realistically, <laughs> if they was... were going to give it to Coldplay and BTS, they were only going to give it just to be like, we gave BTS another yeah. award, yeah, which no. is not beyond the Grammys for doing. No, but um. <laughs> But yeah, no, the, the song is... I had to play that song for Marching Band last year. It's, oh. No. <laughs> I, I was not... So many ter- of the songs that we're talking about today I've had to play for Marching Band. Some mm. of them are were fun. Others, not so much. Yeah. I, My universe I'm is sure. one of them. I've, I've had to... I think I've played a few of these for Marching Band, but I'm not sure. Um, I would have to check. Um, mm-hmm. Although, yeah, Unholy winning, like... 
definitely not my favorite song. I know a lot of people have like a lot more strong hatred for that song than I do. Mm. Like I just don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was okay to see it win. Uh, I mean, it doesn't top Doja Cat and SZA winning last year, and then Doja yeah. Cat like oh, running back from the bathroom. So I loved that. Yeah. Loved that. Um, and it was really funny, um, just like the choices of the people they were cutting back to, because like I remember like mm-hmm. halfway through the show they cut back to like Anderson Pock or somebody like that, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, where has he been the whole time? He was just yeah. what do you mean this year or last year? This year. Okay, yeah, because I saw him this year. I'm like. They said Silk Sonic wasn't, like, going to put their album up for anything or, or like, submit yeah. or something. And then they were, like, Anderson Pock was there. So I was like, I don't know what's I, going I, on. But. I think he was just there to show off his wonderful teeth. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it was great, but I was like, why are... Why are why? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Was there, like, there, there was a like lot when of... They, yeah, when they cut to Doja Cat, like, right after oh, Kim yeah. and Sam won. And, like, I think it was just... I don't think she was actually that upset. Like, I think she was probably hoping to get it because she got it last yeah. year. Um, which, yeah, another one, not a very good song. I, don't, oh, no. I like people people who mm-hmm. thought that it was going to go to them. Why? Um, no. But, no. Um, you know, I think, it, I think it was mostly just because of, like, her styling that day because her hair was all crazy and lately yeah. she's been, like, erasing her eyebrows. And <laughs> so, she, so, you know, like, it cuts back to her and she kind of just looks like she's not having a good time. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, I, I feel like I feel like you got to train if you're going to the Grammys for, right. like, that yeah. polite face of, like, when you go somewhere and you're at an awards ceremony, you're like, I have to train the polite face mm-hmm. of like, I just lost and I'm pretending like I'm okay with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Some people are are better at being happy for others in categories they're nominated yeah. than others. Like, mm-hmm. like, like. I mean, obviously, you know, like Beyonce became the winningest Grammyest person ever yep. <laughs> on Sunday, so she was she was happy to be there. I'm sure <laughs> she was like, I got my awards. I'm I'm number one now. Everyone everyone else is. I, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah. like, she was obviously very happy like for Lizzo like Taylor Swift mm-hmm. was just happy oh, for everyone oh, all yeah. the time the entire show yeah. which is the best part of award shows ever is just watching Taylor Swift from oh, the audience yeah. that's, which, that's what it's all about which, yeah <laughs> which I mean I will I, I can address this now um, but my theory is that they nominated um Taylor Swift for a few awards and they nominated like uh, all too well the like mm-hmm. the full version which is like when I saw that on the nominees list I'm like I I love that song I don't think they're gonna give it to her I think they're gonna use this as an excuse to get Taylor Swift in the room and then cut back to her every time Harry Styles opens I, his mouth I agree because I mean I wasn't trying to read too much but I kept seeing that and like she did win for like music video which obviously like yeah but yeah. i was like a little mad because it's like okay i don't think she cared though but no. like i mean she's so successful that she probably is just like whatever like it gets to sit and drink wine and watch all these people win but yeah. like um i was like yeah they definitely used her as like a pr thing I yeah, think, oh for yeah sure. it was definitely so, like it they was showed de- her more than they showed anyone else oh, I'm pretty yeah. Sure. oh and, yeah and it was so weird because i was like She's not, like, nominated for a whole lot. Like, you would think that, like, because you know next year they're going to nominate Midnight's for a bunch of stuff, and then they're Mm going to have her back in the room. Because it's like, they they know, they're like, okay, Taylor Swift's, like, a huge deal. So if we get the Swifties in the building, and then we we just cut back to her, Mm -hmm. just politely clapping multiple times. (laughs) Um, Like, Harry Styles gets on stage, and they're like, quick, 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 cut it back to Taylor Swift. It's like, okay, guys, we get it. They dated. We we get it. Move on. And, like, they've obviously moved on, because, like, you can see them, like, interacting with each other and being very friendly and very happy for each other. No, they obviously do not care, but they're like, hey, guys, look at it. Look at it. It was like... 
it was like the 2021 Grammys all over again when like during COVID they had a ceremony and everyone was freaking out. I freaked out because I was like, I could never, I've never seen them interact. But like now it's kind of old. I feel like to be like, okay. Yeah, it's like, that was like, that was exciting two years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, she's, she's happy. Just yeah, let her be. And, yeah. and to be honest, as somebody who's not as interested in like celebrity mm-hmm. culture, I was just like, I, I just don't care. Yeah. When it comes to celebrity interaction, um... I would just pay real good money to listen to whatever Lizzo and Beyonce, Lizzo and uh, Adele were talking about for that whole ceremony. Because every time I come back to them, it looked like they were talking about something. And I know good and well... Lizzo had some like probably had some like smart ass comments. Yeah, Lizzo, and so did gonna Lizzo. Adele's Li- gonna Adele. Like. And, and I'm like, okay, both of you are funnier than Trevor Noah, so like Correct. I would like to hear what Correct. they had to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to it, uh, they had next up was the best Musica Urbana album, which was an award that I saw was getting presented on the main stage. I was like, okay, we're giving this to Bad Bunny just so you can give an award on the main mm-hmm. stage. Cool, yeah. great. Of course he won. Um, I like that album enough. Um, it's really long. Um, I remember when That's I, I've heard. it's like hour fifteen. Oh, um, that is long. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good length record, and I, I like a lot of Bad Bunny stuff. But I was kind of like, I, it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Not that he won. I'm glad that he won, but I was like, I feel like you guys were just doing it just so you could be like, look, we gave Bad Bunny an award. It was yeah. like, okay, guys, like, yeah, you, you guys are just kind of doing that just cause. Yeah. Um, which was kind of annoying um but i'm once again happy for him mm-hmm. uh, and the next up lizzo got to perform um which she performed special which was a really interesting choice to perform at the grammys mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm assuming she just wanted it to go up in streams because it's the title track and I, it's yeah. not getting a whole, a whole lot of attention right now yeah. I, that's the only reason that i can think of why she would perform it but she did a good job she sounded wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Every like the the dancers, the backup singers, they were all doing wonderfully. It was really nice to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think she performed it because I mean, obviously that's what the theme of that album is yeah. being yeah. like yourself, and that's like her whole brand. But yeah. like, and I watched her documentary, which was really good. And she, I guess comparing that to her last Grammys performance, her voice is a lot stronger because mm-hmm. she's yeah. she went out and said like I've been trading my voice like. I was a rapper at first, so which I think is cool to see now. But I like the like the choir was really cool. Yeah. That was like a really impactful thing. Like even I think towards the end of it, I started getting like a little emotional. I get emotional watching the Grammys. I don't care who it is like yeah. performing. Like I just get like even like like during Kim Petras' speech, I almost started like yeah, welling I up got, a little I, bit. Yeah, normally I don't get uh, choked up when I watch award shows, but I got choked up multiple times yeah. when I was watching on Sunday. And like yeah. I think Lizzo, it's it's just she just. I think she deserves to have like her moment and she obviously has a couple times but I, I really that was probably one of my favorite performances I, of the yeah. night. I really yeah. liked what they did with the gospel influence yeah. I thought was great um, yes. Lizzo is one of those people that personally thinking about this album thinking about Lizzo Lizzo falls in a camp with a few other musicians of like I like Lizzo more as a person that exists than mm-hmm. I actually like her music. Like, I thought Special was okay. Yeah. Um, to Be Loved, I thought was pretty good. About Damn Time, obviously, was a big deal. But, yeah. like, I just am happy for Lizzo to win things because, like, when you put Lizzo in front of a microphone, she's going to be inter- more entertaining oh, than most yeah. of the people in that room. Yeah. Um, and she's just really fun, and she's so mm-hmm. positive that it's, like, even if I don't like your music the most of anybody's, I'm still going to root for you because oh, I just yeah. like you. Mm-hmm. That's how I am, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think I, I listened to uh, to Special, like, twice after it came out. 
and um like i like i like i thought it was just like a passable album like it had like a couple standouts yeah. but the, just overall it didn't really entirely do it for me it was just good but yeah like uh like i re- i really wish she would perform to be loved a little more yes. often because yeah. i think that's probably probably my favorite out of yeah. all of them mm-hmm. it's it's really high energy and it's really really fun it's, it's and really i fun i wish stuff. it would i wish it would get more love <laughs> yeah. i i really liked that one that was that was a huge one for me um, and then Best Rap Album happened, mm-hmm. um, which I'm going to come out and say I looked at those nominees and I was like, if Pusha T or Kendrick doesn't win, then what the hell are we doing? Yeah. Because um, that Jack Harlow album is not oh, great. No. Um, that DJ Khaled album is passable and same with the future. Um, I really liked the Pusha T album. I thought Kendrick's album was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not my favorite of his. But I did go see him on tour. That's the shirt I'm wearing right now. Oh, you're so lucky. Um, I I actually did get to go see him tour that album. Um, And he was great, and I was happy to see him win. Because Kendrick is like, I don't know, Kendrick's just very collected. Mm -hmm, He he gives off, like, obviously in his new music, he's showing more of that vulnerability. But, like, when he, in his public appearances, he looks so put together. And he's just so, like, he's got his little shades on, and he's just, like, he's just cool. Yeah, um, I have a lot of respect for him because when he won a Nobel Peace Prize, or no, oh wait, no, a Pulitzer yeah, Prize w- for Damn, like a few years ago. So, and I love that album, but like, I think his new album was, it was good. It was just a lot to take in. Yeah. So I was kind of, there's parts where I was kind of confused and then other parts where I was like, okay, like, I really like this song. So it was one of my top albums of the year, but um yeah, I think he's really, he just seems, like, super smart to me. I don't know. Like, and I really like his lyrics. And even though some of them are kind of like, what? <laughs> but, like, I think he's overall, like, a really, like, I feel like out of all the rap list or rap, male rap I listen to, like, he's definitely one of the more, like, ones I can take seriously, I guess. Yeah. Um, I really liked him. I wish that... Um the new Nas album, the new Denzel mm-hmm. Curry album, and the new J.I.D. album were nominated because I also really liked those. Mm-hmm. Um, those were also really great albums that came out this year. There was a lot of good rap that came out this yeah. year. It was just that like a lot of the stuff that was mainstream and was nominated was not that good. So I was like, looking at the list, you're like, oh, this doesn't look like a very good year for hip-hop. I think it actually was. It was just like... As you know, as somebody who listens to more hip hop, I was like, I think there was some good stuff that came out this year. It's just a lot of it wasn't nominated, which mm-hmm. was a bummer. Yeah. And then we got Harry Styles performing on his little rotating stage, um, as it was that apparently it came out like today or yesterday. That apparently the stage was supposed to rotate the other way. Yeah, and then, I saw that. And the dancers had to redo the choreography on the spot because they thought the. <gasps> I never would have known. I wouldn't so have good known. for them. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. <laughs> The dancers were great. I thought that was yeah, that was cool. That was the best part of the yeah. stage. I don't know if it's just me. Um, it's not just you. <laughs> no, yeah, I was about to say it's not just you. With His that. vocals were rough. Yeah, his I, vocals were. He little... sounded really tired. Yeah. I think too, it's due to the fact like he's been touring for like pretty much like a year now. Like, yeah. and it's just like you got to give yourself a break at this point. Like, yeah. I feel kind of bad for him because I'm like. You're just like he did even at the show when he was like talking and receiving awards. I'm like, are you okay? Like you didn't. He didn't seem that. It, like I'm sure he was really excited, but like if I won a Grammy, I would be like freaking out. And he was right. kind of like, I'm yeah. Harry Styles. <laughs> so I was kind of like, but yeah, that was. I didn't like his outfit either. No, Sorry, I'll I, say I, it. I'll I, say it. I have a um, 
I did a little stay-at-home prom in 2021, <laughs> and I bring that up because I had a like a, a curtain that looked like his outfit. Oh. Um, and it reminded <laughs> me of this curtain I bought and hung up in my room. And I was like, Yeah, honestly. I am not, you know, once again, I am not one of those people that also works at the thread. So I, I have no mm. opinion on fashion, but I was like a lot of people give Harry Styles a lot of credit for his outfits. I think his outfits at the Grammys were kind of just not it this year. Um, it was weird because I feel like normally there's like a big difference between like the stuff that he wears on stage versus the stuff that he wears at like events and red carpets. But like his red carpet thing was literally just, it literally just looked like a carbon copy of like what he wears on stage. Yeah. It was like the overalls thing, yeah. with no shirt. And I was like, did you just... Like, did you forget that the Grammys were today and you just, like, picked something up? <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like I feel like for Harry, it was just, like, he, he felt like how I felt on Monday when I didn't get enough sleep after watching the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It, it felt like he was just kind of, like, there, especially, like, I mean, in his interaction with Trevor Noah, I could kind of get it because I was like, all right, you seem as done with Trevor Noah as mm -hmm. the rest of us are yeah, right now. Yeah. Um, but I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I also have to wonder, just as someone that is in choir, like if he had ample time to warm up his mm -hmm. voice before yeah, singing, because that, um, especially because he was dancing at the same time, um, it like in, you know it's an it's an award show and whatnot. I I do wonder if he was actually given an, enough time to like warm up his voice and be able to like properly get some of those notes out because it it can be. I'd, I'd have to imagine. Uh, for a male voice, that that kind of song is pretty um, difficult. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's that, especially when you're like moving around and stuff. But mm -hmm. I mean, everyone else seemed to sound okay. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know. That's that's what I, I that was my 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 theory was that he just didn't have enough time to warm up. Mm -hmm. The other thing about Harry in that performance was he was like really doing like really aggressive dancing and yeah. whatever. And I was like. I love you, but as it was is not a song that calls for this kind of energy right now. <laughs> yeah. um, like it felt really out of place. Like he's like doing like all these crazy movements. His his dancers like seem more in place, but he seems like he's yeah. in a different, completely different performance than the people around him were. Mm -hmm. um, which was kind of weird because uh, he was like really just like throwing into it, and I was like, and I was like, eh, it's yeah. I really wish he would have performed a different song off yeah. or not fine line harry's house because i i like as it was but i feel like it's so like we, like it's been so overplayed we've heard like, it all. We've, yeah. you know you could have picked like another song that's you, even if it was a little more popular like i i don't know i really Maybe like like late night talking yeah music like for a sushi restaurant would have been that good been choices because they're they're less overplayed but they're popular enough mm -hmm. where a, a good amount of people know oh, them yeah yeah, yeah, I think that would have been cool. But I mean, then again, you could do whatever because like not a lot of people are talking about that Lizzo song, and yeah. she chose to play that one over yeah. other things yeah, that, that would have been. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. think you really could go with whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but the next thing up I have is the in memoriam, mm -hmm. um, which is always definitely a um, pretty somber experience. But I thought for the most part it was pretty well done. Uh, it started with Casey Musgrave mm -hmm. covering Loretta Lynn's Coal Miner's Daughter, um, which I really liked. I liked that performance too. a lot more yeah. than I thought I would. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I think Casey Musgrave, I love Casey Musgrave, so I, I was really excited to watch her perform. I, her last album was not my favorite thing mm -hmm. ever, but I loved Golden Hours, so um, yeah. And I liked how she like did it with like no shoes on, and like her outfit was really like a good homage to Loretta Lynn. So, and her voice, I think she 
she's just such a good like singer in general. So yeah, I was like, she's this great. is really good. So yep. no complaints. <laughs> and then um Take Off, uh, the tribute mm-hmm. to Take Off was Quavo. Um, the song was apparently called Without You. I've looked, it's not up on streaming services. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, because I, I looked it up, I was trying to re-listen to it, but I don't think it was up. Um, that was, I thought, a really good performance. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue is that the Migos sound that he was kind of doing doesn't as well lend itself to a serious song. Yeah, it didn't really feel like a like an in memoriam segment, which you know is a I, I feel bad for saying because you know he was singing about someone that he's obviously very close to that passed away, and I was kind of just watching. And at the time, I I wasn't putting two and two together that I was watching Migos, <laughs> and I was or that I was watching Quavo, I should say. And I was just, I was kind of just watching it, and I was like, "Why is he singing this right now? This is very strange." <laughs> also, the um, yeah, and then there was a little bit of stuff afterwards that came out about apparently him and Offset kind of getting into a little fight no. about like, because I was like, "Why is Quavo on the stage, but Offset isn't?" Yeah, yeah. I noticed um, that. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird to me. Um, yeah, but I, I thought it was overall okay. And then they did the performance for. Christine McVie uh, with mm-hmm. Cheryl Crow, Bonnie Raitt, and Mick Fleetwood. Uh, they perform Songbird by Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. um, which obviously, like, the fan in me is like, I wish Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham would have been there. Yeah. But, like, obviously that whole band hates each other. <laughs> that's um, that's yeah. so upsetting because so if, upsetting. I, if I want to listen to some 70s music, I turn on some Fleetwood Mac. I, they have mm-hmm. some bangers. I, I love Fleetwood Mac so much, and I would have loved to see them perform on... And I was very sad to hear about the passing of Christine mm-hmm. McVie. I yeah. still think Sheryl Crow, Bonnie Raitt, and Mick Fleetwood did a good job. Yeah, they did. They it, did. It, was, it was kind of, it was a little silly just seeing Mick Fleetwood with a little drum just kind of standing <laughs> yeah. there and occasionally just hitting it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're doing here, <laughs> but like, I don't know like what's going on, but like, it's it's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it was it was all just a, just a very nice, the, the In Memoriam, like overall, like even though we're kind of like, like making fun of some of it, which, but um, yeah. like o- overall, it was yeah. just, it was like a, it was just really nice. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought, like, even though there were some kind of parts that, like, you looked and like, oh, that's kind of odd here and there. Mm-hmm. For the over for the overall part, it definitely, like, did what it was supposed to. And it definitely made me think back and, like, be like, you know, you always, like, watch and you're like, damn, we did lose a lot of really good musicians yeah. this year. Yeah. And, and that's kind of how I was feeling. Like, I was like, oh, man, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this just feels bad. Yeah. Like, and, like, with Takeoff especially, because, like, you know, I'm not really a, a, a Migos person. Yeah. Uh, that's not really my style. But, like, he was so young. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. so sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. just hearing about, like, some of these artists and thinking back on it, it was like, man, this yeah, is... Yeah, that's, it's rough. Yeah, it was, it, it was rough, mm-hmm. um, which the In Memoriam, I mean, that's kind of the point, uh, and I think, considering that's the point, they did a really good job yeah. with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know when she performed, so I'm just going to throw her in here, because uh, I think it was around this point, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I I, I want to say it was around here, but I was, I for the life of me... And I don't know what other music journalists are doing these days, but like for whatever reason, I couldn't find an article that just had like event by event what happened in the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. Which was typically it's it's um it's like live updates, and then yeah. a lot of those things like disappear really quickly, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's always like in reverse chronological order. Yeah. As it's always like really tough to figure out like exactly what was going on and like which thing was like actually important because people are yeah. kind of just like guessing in the moment of mm-hmm. like what people want to read about. Uh, but 
Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen anything about Mary J. Blige's performance, like, literally anywhere. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I looked at, I, I did the best I could to reconstruct a timeline of this, so it's loosely in chronological order, but I'm just going to put her here, because I remember her being towards the middle yeah. of the show. Um, and she was good. Um, yeah. Mary J. Blige was a really interesting pick to perform, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because she released an album, but, like, Mary J. Blige is very much a legacy act. Yeah. Like, she made a yeah. lot of sense at the Super Bowl last year mm-hmm. with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Eminem mm-hmm. and Kendrick. Like, that made sense. And when she performed um, that song there, it was like, okay, it made sense. But when it's, like, legacy artist comes on and performs their new music... It's kind of like, like I didn't really know that song. I thought she, I thought she sounded good. Um, I thought the the stage was really cool, but like it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was kind of bored during it. Like she is really good, but I was like, "Mm." yeah, I was like, okay. I think, I think that was one of the points when I I went on my phone and I started scrolling. Yep. Sorry Um, to say. (laughs) No, yeah, Mary J. Blige is definitely a legend, but um. Yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, late career artists, even despite how popular mm-hmm. they may be, it was just kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I have the Sam Smith and Kim Petras actual performance, um, which was they performed Unholy um, because, I mean, with both of them, that's the one they're going to perform. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Madonna introduced them. Um, which I've heard a lot of things about Madonna's like plastic surgery that you could see on mm-hmm. her, which I I don't care. Who yeah, cares. I just don't care. I just yeah, do I mean, not care. Like it's yeah. not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I just more cared about the fact that Madonna had like this like spanking thing in her hand and she was like waving around. I was like, oh, okay, so here we go. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say, as somebody who like enjoys like metal and like genres of music that can be provocative i liked that they turned it up a little bit for this performance yeah um i also didn't realize how good of a singer kim petris is yeah like she went off i've never seen her perform live before this and she went off i was like wow kim petris is really talented i didn't realize this i i really liked their aesthetic um i really liked kind of the vibe they were going for with this performance um obviously you know if you've seen the news, Ted Cruz wasn't happy about that. But when is Ted mm, Cruz ever happy yeah. about anything? No, That's true. no. I I thought it was really funny that like a lot of like the conservative outrage was like this is why people can't read and write in schools. And it's like what? <laughs> Where's yeah. how how is that? How is this the uh, the the. Uh, the the thing that you're coming to like yeah. uh, where uh, how I don't see the connection. <laughs> it was it was definitely a little silly. Um, at least for me, especially as like somebody who listens to like metal, like they were like Madonna's pre-speech was hyping this up as like really edgy mm-hmm. when like, you know, compared to like some of the stuff that like you know one of the bands that was nominated for best metal performance, literally their whole bit is dressing up as like a satanic version of the Catholic church. Yeah. Like this is like when in pop music, in terms of the Grammys, I like that they went a little edgy, but yeah. in the larger scheme of things, it it's was not going to get much edgier than that for pop. music. Yeah. It was pretty tame. I mean, like mm-hmm. obviously I feel like this performance doesn't happen without Montero. Yeah. Um, yes. yes. Which I also, I've always loved all of his live performances of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, it was definitely a wild thing to be like, oh, where's Kim Petras? Oh my gosh, that's a whip. Um, yeah. yeah she, oh, like she's just staying in the cage the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was like, all right, I appreciate that you went there. Yeah. I respected I, the balls on it. I actually like watched that music video like for some reason before the Grammys. I think it's because I was watching Sam Smith's like Apple Music interview he did recently, and like I was like, oh, I need to watch this music video. But what I think is like ironic, like what they're doing in that performance is like the imagery they use is kind of like. And it, this sounds kind of weird, but like with politics and stuff, it's like kind of like what people like, like that male fantasy type of thing. Like, you know, like what I'm like, I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but like, you know, like being or keeping things like hidden under the rug and things like that. So I think that's also why they performed it because they're like, well, all, this group of people's going to get mad if we like do this. But also, I mean, people before them, like Lil Nas X and like, I just think of like Lady Gaga performing at the yeah. Grammys, and people were pissed at that. It, so it's, it's intentionally. It's always intentional, oh, yeah. but yeah. that's why I like it too. Because I'm like, okay, like, and it's like a non-binary person and a trans person performing. Right. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Like the fact that like awesome. a, a song like that got as popular as it mm-hmm. did, and it's by the people that it is. Like that's really crazy, yeah. especially with like that's all of insane. like the. Like the like the counter trans outrage right now, mm-hmm. like it, it's exactly. it's really impressive that they were able yeah. to do that. Yeah. yeah, and like while there's people before them and genres before them, like you know metal has done things like this before, but like also metal is a very for the most part uh, in the mainstream a very straight and white genre, mm-hmm. um, with a few notable exceptions. But like you know it was definitely nice to see kind of how on the edge that performance yeah. was. So. Well, may not, once again, be my favorite song. I definitely mm-hmm. liked the performance. Um, after this, um, one of two big headlines of the year, Best Electronic and Dance Album, Beyonce wins the most Grammys ever. First of all, why the hell was James Corden the one chosen yeah, to present this? Yeah, I hated that. I don't I like that. So gotta much. get that, that CBS branding in before his show ends. I don't yes. like him. I don't like... James Corden's not funny. Mm-mm. Um... And I was like, like really, like obviously, when 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 Trevor Noah started the show, it was like Beyonce has two more awards to win. I'm like, okay, so they're giving her two awards during this show yeah. because there's no way they say that and then don't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So when James Corden came on, especially Best Electronic Dance, I was like, yeah, nobody... that's the only reason that they even aired that award. Exactly. Anyway. It was. I don't think I've ever seen them air that award recently. I don't know if I. I don't. Either. I don't remember them ever doing that because so the only know. other nominee that I recognized was Diplo, and Lord yeah. knows that Diplo's it's not, not winning. No. Yeah. So it was. It was. I really liked her speech. Uh, she shouted out the queer community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She beat. Uh, George Solti, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, was the one before her who had 31 wins. He's a like a composer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really I liked it at the moment, but considering how the awards go later. I felt that it was very performative to be like, oh my gosh, Beyonce, we gave her the award. She's so great. And then it's like, okay, we're going to ignore you for the rest of the ceremony. That's why I haven't, when Beyonce's at the Grammys, I always am like, uh, it's kind of like Taylor Swift to me where it's like, oh my, because Beyonce, it's like her name recognition is just enough for everyone to freak out. So, and what they did like a few years ago with like Adele winning and then that was a whole thing, like Adele breaking her award off for Beyonce and like making that moment all about Beyonce and like. Not that Beyonce doesn't deserve to be recognized. Like, she's super talented, but I also think it's, like, 
Yeah, it was a weird placement to put that, like, in kind of the middle end of the show and then what happens later. And then, yeah. and also, too, like, they didn't even, like, pan to her really much unless until she showed up and was, like, there. But I, and, and yeah, and James Corden, I'm like, he's not a good representative of, like, what that album was. Yeah, that was a very odd choice for, yeah. that, like, that award specifically. And, like, yeah. but Renaissance was, like, one of my favorite oh, albums last year. Yeah. So it's I was, fantastic. like, very, so I was good. very happy for her, but... I don't know. I, I hate when they show Jay Z and Beyonce together though, because I'm not. A, I think I don't the, like that relationship. Oh, really? Okay. The the, the oh, funniest sure. part of the of the show for me was when uh like actually side note people always talk about like like how how they think Beyonce's such a diva. That was the most humble. No, oh Beyonce was super humble. She could have said yeah. way worse. Probably. Yeah, but yeah. then she says like uh the funniest part to me was when she says like I want to uh, thank my beautiful husband and. <laughs> They cut to Jay-Z. Oh, don't do Jay-Z I'm like sorry, that. I'm Damn. sorry, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it's it's kind of <laughs> true. Look, Jay-Z is a great rapper. Yeah. He's a great musician. Is he the most attractive man in the world? Hell no. no. Especially when like he's married to Beyonce, Beyonce of all people. It just makes him look less attractive. I mean, it's it's like it's like when you see pictures of Jack Harlow and Dua Lipa together, oh and you're God. like, yes. what the hell, man? Yes. And I'm like, I'm a diehard like lemonade fan, so yes. if you do Beyonce dirty, it, then I, I will just remember. Yeah. You will remember. remember. Even if she forgives you, I yes. don't care. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. So that's every time I'm like, what the hell? Man? Yeah. Like, I'm like, well, we'll give her that. We'll like, first of all, yeah. like, I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody said they're like, they're like, you know, it doesn't make me happy that things like that happen to people like Beyonce and Shakira. Mm-hmm. But it makes me think if Beyonce and Shakira get ge- cheated on, then anybody can get cheated yeah, on. Right. Like, no one is safe. No one. <laughs> no is one safe. is safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like when you look at Beyonce's awards of like which Grammy she's won they're all like sad categories too yeah. so like they're propping her up of like yes we love Beyonce so much I'm like you guys never give her the main awards though. it's they weird that do. it's weird that like, it's never the the major category I feel like it's, it's a little strange. I felt like it was a little performative yeah um, it was like only Beyonce can become like the the winningest Grammyest person of all time on one night and still walk home feeling like a loser like we all we <laughs> yeah. all kind of were like oh she was snubbed um, but after that, we talked about the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award, um, which was interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, you I know, forgot about that. I'm going to be honest. Dr. I too. <laughs> Dr. Dre was interesting. Um, very interesting that he didn't then perform immediately after in the 50 years of hip hop. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But, um, I mean, Dr. Dre obviously is extremely, 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 extremely influential um, so I get why they named the award after him. I thought he gave a good speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dr. Dre is like very good in front of a microphone and like at giving speeches. Um, considering he doesn't do a lot of like his own music nowadays, yeah. Yeah. he mostly just kind of sits back and is more of an executive position. Mm-hmm. He's very good at giving a very PR friendly speech. Mm-hmm. So I was I was like, okay, yeah, Dr. Dre. We're gonna kind of see like I feel like we're not gonna really understand what this award means until it starts going to other people. Yeah, Until it's not him receiving the award mm-hmm, and it's yeah. other people. So I feel like that's something we can touch on. We'll, we'll touch on next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the 50 Years of Hip Hop tribute, um, which featured, including but not but limited to, I don't know if I got all the names, but I'm just going to name off the, mm-hmm. the ones I had. Uh, Grandmaster Flash, Run DMC, Jazzy Jeff, Salt and Peppa, Public Enemy, Queen Latifah, Big Boy from Outkast, Missy Elliott, Buster Rhymes, Method Man from the Wu-Tang Clan, Nelly, Too Short, Lil Baby, Gorilla, and Lil Uzi Vert. 
Um, and I'm going to come out and say I thought this was the best performance of the night. That was Yeah, it, it was really was solid. Good. Like, it was long, but, like, they had a lot to cover. So. I, I really yeah. liked this performance. Yeah, I was, I was into it. And, and there was a lot of, obviously, they didn't announce all these people before they came out. Right. So, like, the Wu-Tang Clan is, like, one of my favorite groups. So when Method Man came out, I was, like, I was so <laughs> into it. Um, but there was a lot of good, cool parts. Uh, right after, gr- I think it was either Grandmaster Flash or Run and DMC, the turntable breakdown was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's such, like, I, I, this, I keep talking about my classes I've taken here, but I took a hip-hop, like, history class, yeah. like, last year. And, like, that's so, inf- like, the yeah. turntable itself, like, yeah. I didn't realize how big of a deal oh, that yeah. was for hip-hop. So I, I was hoping to see that because I was like, oh, like, I just learned about this. And, like, in my class, we talked about Outkast a lot for yes. some reason. And I was very happy about that because I, I now love that. I, lo- so. I love Outkast, too. Yeah. Um, a few things about that. Um, I'm very happy that they decided to have Buster Rhymes do for the fast rap segment. They had him do his verse on Chris Brown's Look At Me Now, mm. which obviously not great that it's a Chris Brown song, but... <laughs> yeah. That's a it's a really, like, well-known verse. And, like, if really, he if uh-huh. he can still do it, then, so like, cool. have him do it. It's impressive. Yeah. And the other option, I feel like, is having Eminem come on and do Rap God. Yeah. Mm. And I've heard Rap God one too many times, and I've seen Eminem perform as a 50-year-old man one too many times. And I'm Correct. like, let's have Busta Rhymes do this. Yeah. I think that's more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you caught it, but during one of the portions, I forgot when it was, DJ Khaled came up front and he physically had a lighter in the air. And it was like one of the silliest things I saw all night. <laughs> yeah. I did not notice that. He was like fan. He was just there like, during that. <laughs> Although I will say this was one of the times I really appreciated when they cut back to Jay-Z because it was very yeah. clear. Like obviously those yeah. guys all knew this. Um, and like Jay-Z did not seem very impressed with many things that were going on that night. He yeah. was kind of just like very, just kind of sitting there, not really having a smile on his face but he was so into the hip-hop yeah. performance oh, yeah. he was having a good time i thought it was so fun every single time they cut to him i was really sad because i saw it's like oh he's gonna perform with dj Khaled. i was like i was hoping he was gonna perform for the 50 years of hip-hop I performance that he yeah. would too. And, and same it's with yeah. and same with lil wayne and same yeah. with lil wayne i wanted i wanted both of them to perform and obviously they're as um as they said when they introduced it, it's like obviously they could not get everybody. So there were definitely some right. rappers. I was like, oh, you know, I would have loved to see Nas. I would have loved to see, you know, a few others. Really interesting that they ended with Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one just kind of came out of nowhere. That was so funny to me. <laughs> it was really funny, but I kind of liked it in a way. I did too. I like that song too. I know that song's really popular by him, but like. I don't know if I would... I mean, I get that he's a rapper, but I was like, I don't know if this is, like, a song I would say is, like, a rap, though. Like, which this is, why is I was like, laughing. This is the culmination of 50 years yeah. of hip-hop. Like, I was surprised they didn't, like, get Kendrick to come up. I was... Or... I really wanted, for some reason... I know Nicki Minaj has a terrible, like, history at the Grammys, but I was like, could they get, like, more feet? Because Queen Latifah was cool. I really yeah, liked and, her. Yeah, and um, Missy Elliott was up. Yeah, and, and they, and they yes. ended with Glorilla, too. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved to see um, like, Lo- uh, Lauren Hill. Oh, Lauren, yeah. I would have loved to see oh, Lauren yeah. Hill. So there's a few, like, female rappers I was like, oh, man, I wish they were. But, like, yeah. all, they only have so much time, too, yeah. to, like, fit yeah. Yeah. so... But definitely, uh, I thought it was really, oh, yeah. really good. good. Um, best pop solo 
went to Easy on Me by Adele. I'm glad that she won something. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that The Rock presented it. That was a weird. That was really funny. That was a yeah. weird story arc of like <laughs> yeah. Rock and Beyonce, but I kind of yeah. liked it. Yes. Um, I liked him making the joke about how he can't sing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But The Rock is very charming. He's yes. always just kind of he's, like, you know. He's The Rock. He's about drive. He's about power. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I thought he was great. I was really glad that Adele won something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I, I I actually thought, I think Grant, I, I definitely overlooked Adele when I made like my predictions. Me too. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. Because it, it wouldn't have made sense if she had not come home with anything. So I don't know why I like forgot about her. But I thought that Lizzo was going to get that one because I thought that... Uh because I thought that Beyonce was be, was going to be getting record of the year. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't really like 30 that much by Adele. There's a few songs I liked. I didn't but really listen to it. It wasn't as good as 25 or 21. I'm sorry. I just yeah. really yeah. like those albums, but I think I I was yeah. like into it at first and then uh-huh. by the time you got to the end there was there's two like really long songs right yeah, at the end. Yeah. And I remember just being like, "Man, is it over yet? Like, <laughs> I know. And it's just, yep. her voice is so good. Like, there's yes. nothing with her voice. It's just, like, I think what she was going for this time around was just, right. like, And especially as... because, like, she's known for, like, a lot of really sad mm-hmm. songs. And I feel like when I listen to an album, there's only so many sad songs yep. I can take. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I know she said, she's like, this song, or this album isn't about, like, being poppy and mainstream. It's for, like, adults. Like, adult pop. It's and not, it, like... It, it was about, like, very, like, like adult-specific yes. issues, so, like, too. Yeah. Like, it's centered around, like, her divorce and stuff, so I got I got it. But I was like, mm, I, miss, I miss, like, Hello and Water Boring. Under the Bridge. And all that. Or, like, yeah. I, I yes. honestly am a fan of just, like, Adele's, like, fun poppy songs, just because they are so rare, and they're mm-hmm. so fun, and so, like, they were, they were just so few and far between, especially for 30 yes yep, definitely um and then uh we went to the song for special change presented by first lady of the united states jill biden mm-hmm. thank you jill biden for showing up um yeah, like I, I, that was they always get the weird ones like last year when they did the ukraine tribute and they just yeah, had the president I forgot about it's like that. what the hell is yeah, this i totally was, forgot about that i understood where they were coming from with that but it was like you could have done that a little bit less, like, so abruptly like, in the middle of the show. Like, like great yeah. message, a little tone deaf. Yeah, um, a little weird. Yeah. A little yeah. weird, but um, the song for Special Change, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to pronounce this name correctly, is uh, Shevin Hajipur. Mm-hmm. Um, the song is called Bare. Uh, it was a protest song for um, kind of the movement um, for women in, I think it was Iran? I think, yeah, like Iran or yeah. Iraq yeah. or something. I yeah, don't in, remember. Yeah, um, which, you know, journalists, I should probably keep more up to date yeah, on my current no, events. I'm going to have to, like, Google it, I like, know. as yeah. you're editing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought it was a really good – I thought it was – I mean, it was nice that that was mm-hmm. an award, um, and it went to somebody that nobody really knew much about. Yeah. Um, which also brings us to Song of the Year. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> which went to Bonnie Raitt for just like that. Um, here's my question. 
Because first of all, nobody saw this coming. Bonnie no. Raitt didn't see this coming. No. Bonnie Raitt looks like she just got punched in the face when yeah. she got yeah. that award. She's like, oh, are you? Yeah. she was the Macklemore yes. of this award, of this Grammys. Like, what the hell? I, I was so, like, it took me like a couple seconds to like process who had won after they had listed all of the nominees. Yeah. And I went, wait, who sings just like that? And they cut to Bonnie Raitt and I went, what just happened? Yeah, it was yeah. like, I, I think I even directly said to my roommate and my girlfriend, the Grammys always pull some shit. They they always pull they some. Do. They always go. There's, they got to have at least one main category. Go to somebody that you don't expect. Like when John Baptiste won last year. That was weird. They that have was to, so weird. They have to give one that's just a little strange. And that was that. So I listened to this song today. I actually really like this song. Okay. Um, it's actually a really nice song. Um, really well done. Really good performance. But yeah, it was definitely weird that she. Um, it almost won felt this. like there. Like I don't want to say that like it was the that it was the wrong choice because I'm I'm sure it was well deserved. I still have to listen to the song. It's um, good. But uh, like I I feel like that was the only like like wrong choice. Like there was like that category was stacked oh, and she was, was kind of like the black sheep almost. And it was it was very yeah. I was shocked. She um, was not the black sheep. The black sheep was A B C D E F U oh, by Gail. Oh, yeah. Worse. I forgot about that one. That that, that was the only wrong choice. Which, Never mind. I I'll, be, I'll be so real. At this point I was like just give it the Grammy. I just want to see what happens. Like that song <laughs> that is could have been funny though. That everybody knows so that song weird. is terrible. Um, yes. I I I'm of the opinion, and she's going to present the next one of the next awards that we're going to talk about. Two more awards away. Um, but I I am of the opinion that Olivia Rodrigo has the worst ripoffs in the entire music industry. Yeah. All yeah, the like Olivia Rodrigo and Billie Eilish, like every yes. well, everybody so who's trying many. to rip them off. Oh. Uh, mm, and they it's make me rough. so upset. It's rough, mm. especially because like she's known for her authenticity, and yeah. then every single ripoff is just like inauthentic. Really, really and it's corporate. like, well, you had one job. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, I was very sad with Sock of the Year because I really wanted all too well to win. Yeah. I and I honestly thought that like I it, it, it would have made sense. Yeah, yeah, that was my I, prediction, I, and. Like, I can understand, like, I, I, I was like, okay, it's going to be between, like, All Too Well and, like, either, like, Lizzo or Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's what I was thinking. And, like, I felt like it just made sense for Song of the Year because it, it showcased, like, it's literally just 10 minutes of Taylor Swift's best songwriting. And I was, yeah. and it was so big and it was so influential. I was like, it's got to be that one. For me, the reason I didn't think All Too Well was going to win, and this is coming from somebody who's, like, I think All Too Well was the best song on that list. Yeah. Um, I love Red. I oh, love me too. I me love too. I love All Too Well. Like next year next year I will I will air out more of I mean I already did on this podcast air out my thoughts on Midnight's. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. Um I don't think it's it's great. Um but I really love Red. I think Taylor Swift's a great songwriter. It is ten minutes of Taylor Swift's best songwriting. Five of those minutes were written in twenty twelve. That's probably the reason they yeah. were they were and it, and I'm not saying that should disqualify it, but what I'm saying is in the eyes of the people who are picking the Grammys, like I feel like there would have been some backlash if Taylor Swift would have won for like a redo of a song. That's which, what I was because with her resubmitting Red, I wasn't a big fan of her doing that. Yeah, I was I don't like, think that's fair. Well, yeah, like Red is great. Like she, it had its time. Yep. And I think like the Vault tracks, it was fine to do that with. 
But like, because yeah. those weren't out at the time. But I think all I, that's what I was about to say with all too well. It's like I yeah. think because she re-recorded it, yeah. that hindered it a little bit. I I say I mean screw it, give Ron Ronan a Grammy because that song's yeah that song's great. Oh. There are oh. some Taylor Swift songs usually about people that die that I just can't <laughs> listen to because and it will ruin my so day. Sad. That's one, one of them. Yes. That one. That one. That Hits one. It's a little too close to home. That one. That one. Uh, that sad. one broke me the first time I heard it. But um. Yeah, I feel like for that song, I felt like they knew they weren't going to give her that award, but they're like, we got to get Taylor Swift in the house. Yeah. So, like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. And then I'm going to throw in this second-to-last performance here from Luke Combs. Um, and I will say this. As somebody who has heard that album, I don't think Going, Going, Gone was the correct pick for the Grammys. I thought it was too slow. I personally have not listened to it, but I remember some, I think Ashley Beach from the post- reviewed the album and Luke Combs like commented on it on Twitter and was like because she said it wasn't like the best his best album or something or and he was like I think you're I don't know what he said he said something kind of like witty about that yeah and I was like yeah and everyone was like oh my god and like so I I I haven't really listened to it but I'm not a big Luke Combs person I know. That's crazy. But it, it's kind of funny, though, because he does know who we are. That is of. so funny. So. Um, Luke Combs, if you're listening to this, um, <laughs> Sorry. I'm from North Carolina, too. I'm from Charlotte, too. So um, I understand where you're coming from, but that's also not your best album. Um, I think um, the first song on that record, Doing This, um, is a much more high energy pick. Mm-hmm. There's a few other picks from this album that I felt like would have been higher energy and more exciting. Yeah. But I think he performed the song fine. It's just not what I would have yeah. picked. I mean, I like Luke Combs is like one of the people in country I kind of like. I, I kind of like the most. Um, I relate to him um, on a decent level, being from the same place. Mm-hmm. But also, I think some of his the way he tells about some of his life experiences, I think, is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in a field of like modern country that kind of gets a bad rap mm-hmm. these days. Um, so I'm okay. I'm glad that he was up there, but that's just not the song I would have personally picked. But mm-hmm. once again, Mr. Combs, my opinion does not matter. <laughs> don't, don't drag us in the mud again. <laughs> no, you have to make sure that you include his name in the title of this episode. Oh, oh no. <laughs> because I, apparently he name searches. So. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I have him in, uh, I, I reviewed his album. I reviewed his album with my friend, um, over the summer, so um, I don't know if he saw that, but I hope he did, because, uh, you know, getting content out, publicity is publicity. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving on from that, the craziest, that was the craziest revelation. Forget all the awards. I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. The things oh, you yeah. learn as a freshman. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for that lore dump. But, um, <laughs> You're uh, Next up, we've got Record of the Year, Wizzo, About Damn Time. Um and basically, my thoughts about, like, when I said, like, I like Lizzo as a person more than I like her music, and I really appreciate mm-hmm. everything that she does, like, that's kind of how I felt with this win. Yeah, I I really liked that song. And correct me if I'm wrong, but is Record of the Year more about, like, the production and I stuff? Think it's, yeah. I think it's, I think Song of the Year is specifically about like, songwriting, yeah, like, yeah, lyrics, okay. and then... I feel like they should they should make a clearer yeah, difference. Yeah, because that's I get yeah. confused every year, but I think if it is about like production and things about Dan Times, like a song, you can just like I will start like getting up and wanting to dance it's to great. it. Like yeah. it's a good, Absolutely. it's catchy. Like 
and it, it was such a big song. So, and I feel like too, Lizzo, I think a lot of the Grammys is about marketing, your, how yeah. well you market yourself. So Lizzo did a really good job of like promoting her music on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff. So, and that song just like blew up. So I think that had something to do with it, obviously. I forget the other people. Was, was Beyonce in that category? She was. Yes, she I was. thought that uh, I love, Break My Soul I was going to be Break My Soul. I, I love like pretty much every song on like, that record. That song, it's, it's, I was like kind of so mad it didn't win though. Yeah. Yeah, because um, I, I was really surprised because like again, I thought that Lizzo was going to be getting pop solo performance yeah. and that kind of like ruined the rest of my predictions. Yeah. Uh, because then, That's of a valid course, prediction though. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not a bad prediction. Yeah, I, and then, yeah, so then Record of the Year went to About Damn Time and so then... Um, just that that was another one of the the speeches that i was watching that i was like oh my god Lizzo, you deserve this yeah. so much like no. i didn't think you she were gonna get good this good I, for you. I loved her speech where she's like beyonce <laughs> i skipped class in fifth grade yeah, to see you cute. but that's it was english start, yeah that's when i started like crying because i was like oh my god this is such a full circle moment like beyonce's just like looking up at her so happy for her and i was like oh, and it's and it's it's, it's super cute and it was really cute <laughs> yeah. to see Lizzo like because like we all know there's artists that we would skip school to go see. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. I left on homecoming weekend to go see <laughs> Iron Maiden, which is very different. <laughs> but like you know, we've we've all been there. That the, the, yeah, like having absolutely. your having that moment, and we're gonna talk about this when we get to album of the year and we talk about the fans. But like the moment of like having your hero. Mm-hmm. Up there in front of you, oh yeah, like you like know, beating your hero in yeah. the same category, like oh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, um, but I was, I was, I was, I was really happy for her. Yeah. Um, and then we got to best new artist, which I felt like for the first time in the past few years it wasn't obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it went to Samara Joy. Um, have either of you listened to Samara Joy? I had never no, heard of her before. This, I didn't know who she was. In like the like two second clip that they played of her when they were listing all the nominees, I was like, oh damn, she's good. Yeah. Uh, so I I, st- I listened to her today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's great. I really <laughs> like her. She's a jazz singer. Yeah. Um, which first of all, the Grammy's giving a giant award to a jazz singer. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one and number two, I listened to her music and I was like, I just really like this. So um, if, if you just heard about her from the Grammys, definitely check out Samara Joy. I really, I had a great time with, I was listening to one of her most recent records. I was like, yeah, this is this is really fun. I and, like this. And like last year I was, I, I'm not a big Olivia Rodrigo fan. Me so when they announced her, I'm like, everyone knows she's going to win Best New Artist. We all like, knew. So I was kind of like, nah, like whatever. Yeah. So this year I was very happy that Samara Joy won because... I, I watched actually one of my classes we watched like an interview she did and oh. she just seems really like down to earth and yeah. like that's good she's not like some like your typical like music like pop star yeah. obviously no. but she is very like personable and like I think her music has a lot of depth to it sounds yep. like yeah. Um, I, I thought that Monoskin was actually going to get Best New Artist just because I feel yeah. like, uh, like like again like we played a lot of their stuff in marching band like this year and last year um, and I just, I just felt like they were the most mainstream. So I, I felt like it was either going to be like them or Lotto. I'm glad it was not Lotto. Yeah. Here, here, here's my thing with Monoskin though. You said this year and last year, I felt like Monoskin shouldn't have been eligible for best new artist. I, I didn't felt think so like they sh- They've been around for too long. Yeah. yeah. 
I and was, oh, sorry, not to cut you off, no, but I was mad with Best New Artist because so many people submitted themselves for Best New Artist, and, like, I'm a big snail mail and soccer mommy fan, and they were oh, not on Best New Artist. Really yeah, I would have you know? loved to see was, soccer mommy Yeah, because she was snubbed, in my opinion, from, like, Best Alternative Album, too. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, was, I was happy to see Wet Leg win yeah, um, some things, cool. but, like... Yeah, no, there was a few that were a little weird. Mm-hmm. And my other com- my other bit is that this reminded me. I have a weird relationship with Sour because mm-hmm. I started this podcast before I got to OU. Sour okay. was the very first episode of this podcast I ever did. Oh, okay. um, so I have a kind of weird relationship with that album, <laughs> but I still think it's just as eh as when I first reviewed it. Um, and I'm of the opinion that I feel like as much as Olivia Rodrigo has been important, I feel like she's got to do something this year. She is going to start to lose traction fast. Yeah. Um, it sounds like she is. That's what that's what the streets are saying. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> that's I'm, what I've heard. I'm hoping to hear something from her. And trust me, like, it's going to be weird considering, like, you know, Paramore drops on oh, Friday. And, like, the so new Paramore... Excited. Like, when I heard the news, I was like, okay, so this is what Olivia Rodrigo wishes she was. Yeah. Because, like... I could talk about how much I love Paramore all day oh, because I, I love them more than life me itself. Too. But like, oh. <laughs> Haley Williams has also been snubbed by the Grammys I a love, ton. Oh, but God anyways, bless, yeah. God bless Paramore. <laughs> um, that's and and listener sneak peek. That's that's the next episode because obviously I'm not going to shut up about oh, Paramore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> me but either. Yeah. Um, after that was Steve Lacey performing Bad Habit with Thundercat. Um, mm. Win for all the bass players out there. <laughs> I love Thundercat. I love Steve. Uh, I, I, I like Steve Lacey a good bit. Um, my girlfriend actually literally today just bought tickets to go see him, oh, wow. um, which is cool. But um, yeah, I like that song. Uh, I really like the lyrics. Uh, I think it's I think it's definitely... I wasn't, I'm not like the world's biggest Steve Lacey fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like listen to that album a whole bunch. But I like that song and I kind of wish he would have won more things. Yeah, I think he won like best progressive yeah, something. Like progressive R and B, which is like whatever. Yeah, like yeah. no one pays attention to that, but yeah. like sadly. But yeah, like I didn't really listen to Gemini Rights, but I did really like Bad Habit. Yeah. Bad Habit's still a song I can go listen to and not like be sick of. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is rare with like TikTok hit songs. Absolutely. So yeah. like yeah. I still really like that song and I think he's he definitely made pop not sound as poppy as it needs to be sometimes which yep. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised to see that it was considered like R&B just because mm-hmm. when I heard it I thought that it sounded very like like alternative rock yeah. indie type thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very questionable with what they were doing with the categories mm-hmm. with him, yeah. but yeah, I I definitely liked his performance. I think he sounded great. Yeah. Um I think it was a good performance. Um Thundercat having an anime girl on his bass was really funny to me. Um, <laughs> having Neon Genesis on your bass guitar is hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, and then I think I'm just going to... Do you guys want to just talk about the last live performance that technically closed out the show? Or do you want to talk about album of the year first? Well, I guess the last live performance, there's a lot less to say. There's a lot there. less yeah. to say about DJ Khaled. <laughs> God, you know who won this Grammy? God didn't, because I don't think he won anything. But, um, I mean, it was fine, but it's like, it's DJ Khaled. Like, Jay-Z is great. Rick Ross is great. Lil Wayne's great. John Lennon, they're all great. Mm -hmm. DJ Khaled. What what the hell are we doing, man? I said this when I was talking about God did in my uh, end of year roundup, um, which was the last episode I did, but it's like, 
what are we doing? What what are we doing, DJ Khaled? Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought the set pieces were really cool, mm -hmm. but everybody that was there besides DJ Khaled was way more interesting than DJ Khaled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I I just stopped. I like turned off the Grammys. I kind of tuned out too. And I literally like closed out of the tab on my computer that had like CBS Watch on, <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, yeah. the Grammys are over. I don't think I need to watch this. Yeah. After album of the year got announced i turned my computer off because i was yeah. a little a little shocked album but, of the year time yeah so first of all um just just like we are doing now they had this recurring bit of fans sitting around a table <sighs> and talking about why each person should be album of the year there were a few really i think some of the funniest moments came <laughs> during were that pretty funny. Yeah. like first of that all that great grandma had receipts she the did. great grandma <laughs> Being the number one Harry Styles fan almost made me like him. It yeah. almost yeah, made me was, one. It was cute. It was yeah. cute. We'll it, give her that. I'll give her that. It was very cute. Um, there was a few moments that were just wild. Like the one who was talking about ABBA. Yeah. She was like, she was like, I love this album. It makes me feel so good. In 2018, <laughs> my house burned down. I was like, oh, like, oh my god. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> Same with like the Coldplay girl. Like yeah. I love Coldplay. Don't get me wrong. Not new Coldplay, but like old Coldplay. And I was yeah. like, there's a distinction. I'm there. like, yeah. Like ugh, making not. a case for why music of music spheres, of spheres was not good. Like come on, guys. It like I think the the, the, best, right the best part mm -hmm. was like it. It seemed like none of them were actually like debating about why they thought it deserved <laughs> yeah. to win, but why they thought it was going to win. And those are two different things. And like yeah. hearing people be like, actually Coldplay will win. Like, aw, that's so cute. That's <laughs> good for you. Good like for you sticking for by them. If I was sitting at that round table, I would have been like, you guys are like, that wasn't even like a good like opinion of what you are arguing. Yeah, like. no. And um, I will say, however, the lady who was there for Kendrick, that uh, she that, was good. that that she said she was went to the first ever Kendrick concert. Mm -hmm. If I went to the first ever Kendrick Lamar concert, I would literally never shut up about that. Oh, oh I yeah. wouldn't. That's I would never shut up about like that's. I was like, that's such a huge flex. Like yeah. I'm just jealous of you <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like I don't even care that you went to the Grammys. I'm I'm more jealous that you got to see Kendrick. For the, are you kidding me? I was me? so yeah. jealous they all got to go up on stage. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I would have like killed to be them. So so here's my question. Uh, I guess a question for the group. If there's one artist that you would be in that room for, who would it be? Lady Gaga. It would yeah. be for Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. You'd be in that room for oh Lady gosh. Gaga. Either, yes. either Taylor Swift or Sabrina or Carpenter. Mm. Oh, I love Sabrina Carpenter. I, I'm so excited. I'm seeing her when she comes to Cleveland. Ooh. And I, I haven't seen her since 2017 because she just hasn't really been around. Mm. And so I'm so excited. I, w I would maybe be in there for like, obviously some metal bands like Judas Priest I'd be in that room for, but also like, I'd be in that room for Paramore. Yeah. I'd be in that room. I was room. about to say, Paramore, Taylor Swift, or like um, Lady Gaga, for I, sure. I would I would sure. also, uh, uh, the, the emo boy in me, I would be in that room for My Chemical Romance. Oh, okay. Um, I love them. I would be in that room <laughs> for them. Um, but all those people were in the room. They all got to come up. Um, and I'll tell you my reaction. What happened was Trevor Noah opens the thing and goes, 
I'll let you read this. Presents as the grandma. I sort of up out of my carpet and smacked the floor and went, that, damn it. <laughs> I, sl- I looked, my roommate was like getting ready for bed. And I, she doesn't like, is not as into music as me. And I like, was like, are you kidding me? And I like slammed my computer. I'm like, I'm so mad right now. And I was, I was. Could not. I was just shocked because like, I, I'm not like, like, and you know, like I, again, like I thought that it was like a good, like eight out of 10 album. Like it, it you know, it was fine. I was just shocked. Cause like yeah. I didn't, it was not just, it was, it was just so out of the blue. And I mean, you know, like, again, like it was big, it was good. So it wasn't near, it didn't shock me nearly as much as song of the year did, but I was just like, again. Also <laughs> like, yeah, considering he had already won stuff. Yeah. I was just like, I just didn't need you to win this award. And, and considering that, like, I thought Kendrick's album oh, was better. Yeah. I thought, I would say Lizzo was better. I thought, um, obviously, Beyonce oh. was way better. Beyonce yeah. was. Beyonce you, was like, my, I was like, she has to win. I, for me, it's yeah. like, it's got to be Beyonce. Win. So, like, my thing is, like, why didn't you just give one of the side categories, Beyonce, one to somebody else, and then have the last award of the night and your big headline be Beyonce wins album of the year? Yeah. She deserves it. It makes sense. Harry went up there. Uh, got up there, and then he's like, this doesn't happen to people like me very yeah. often. And I was like... And I was like, does he mean British people? I was like, I was like, <laughs> Harry... I'm like, what? Like, that? Like that's why I was like... I was like, I was like, Harry, I love you. Twitter did not... Like, you know, <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I just wanted to push the button. I just... <laughs> no, I was like, well, the only thing that made me mad when he walked up was people, apparently there were people shouting like Beyonce or like, like after a lot yeah. of people were visibly yeah. mad. Like, and I was like, that would kind of suck if you won out That's just true. Trust. screaming oh, at you. Trust me. Like, like so, don't be Kanye That's West. Yeah, on, that's so, why I was like. So, somebody made a joke, like somebody edited a meme of like that where Harry Styles and Taylor Swift were talking to each other. It's like, so people got mad at you for stealing an award from Beyonce too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Beyonce had the greatest oh, out. Yeah, she no. She did. She did though. And I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? And Harry Styles was not helping himself by sounding really bored. Yeah. He's like, this means so much to me. I'm Harry Styles and I'm British and this doesn't yeah, happen like, to me people. Like he's like, this doesn't happen to people like me very often. And I'm like, you're a really, white guy. Yeah, I like, was really confused I was what he meant say. by people like, like him. What I, was the like, I was like, he obviously, I, I didn't know much about his background. Yeah. And now I do because Harry's on Twitter won't let me forget it. Mm. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, like, like maybe. I, I don't know because I, I I don't really I don't really know like the upbringing of like most artists at the Grammys yeah. so like maybe he's right I don't know but I mean like like Taylor Swift had pretty humble beginnings and she's won album of the year what twice three times something yeah. like that yeah quite a few yeah um, I was just kind of like eh, like I was I was I was more visibly upset at the moment because I was like damn it Beyonce should have won yeah. or like damn it any of these people should have mm-hmm. won Harry has gotten his flowers tonight. And to be completely honest with you, I didn't like Harry's house enough for me to think it deserved record of the year. Like, John Baptiste was an out of left field pick, but I do like that record. Mm -hmm. Um, I love When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? I love folklore. Folklore. Um, Like, the ones that have won recently, like, even the John Baptiste one, it wasn't my favorite album that year, but I listened to that, I'm like... I see that. I That makes sense to me. Harry Styles, I'm like, this makes sense to me if this is a Grammy for most played in a Coles. You know? Yeah. Like, I just think Renaissance... Well, obviously, I think what hurt Beyonce with this... Because I was 
listening to don't judge me for listening to a pitchfork podcast because pitchfork oh, no. is kind of like but they were saying they weren't sure if she's gonna win album of the year because of her marketing and she's yeah. very like quiet she's doesn't very promote it, but the visuals beyonce yes do it. the visuals <laughs> and i think if she would have like not that she's not putting effort i mean she's a mother like she's busy like i'm not gonna be like oh you suck at promoting that's just her thing now is being mysterious and just beyonce dropping. beyonce does whatever beyonce yeah, wants she and doesn't we, care so beyonce yeah. is at the point it's like can. yeah beyonce yeah. does what she wants and you all sit there and you all love it because it's gonna be good like you just sit there and wait for beyonce yeah. to drop like that's that's kind of how she is and like yeah, but I could I could definitely see why the Grammys are like, but we got to give it to the guy who was like really peddling this. And like this. with Lemonade, like Lemonade didn't win Album of the Year, and like her self titled didn't win Album of the Year, and those were two really good albums too. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. can you just give her one? Time? And it's weird because apparently they love giving her Grammys, and she has the most Grammys yeah. out of everyone it's now, but they ironic. won't give it to her in the major categories. It's, it's really not, really strange. It's really really strange because I feel like they're kind of like propping themselves up of like, yeah our most awarded artist is like a woman. It's like an yeah. artist of color. It's like, yeah, but what have you given her awards for? Side categories. Like, give her something at the main show if you yeah. love her that much. Right. And like, if you look at like Taylor Swift, who's won that category like three yeah. times, you'd think Beyonce would also have won it yeah. three times. Exactly. Yeah. Cause that's Beyonce, where I'm like, that's it was, fishy. It was just a bad taste. I think to leave the awards <laughs> yeah. on, um, but for the most part, when it came to it, as we kind of get to our final thoughts here, I thought the Grammys were fine this year. They were just fine. There were some funny moments. There were some things I was happy for people, some heartwarming moments. But for the most part, they always drop the ball at least once or twice. And I think they definitely did it this year. Yeah, there was definitely, it was more shocking this year, I think, yep. than last year. For sure. yeah. Like, so I was... It, I, that's what kept me on the edge of my seat, I guess, yep. watching. Me and too. I really liked all the music that came out in 2022. I think it was a really good year. So I, I was more happy to be like seeing all my favorite people in a room and yeah. seeing how everybody's interacting and celebrating that. And also, all the tributes were great. Tributes like, were great. So good. So, yeah, but it wasn't like, and I think I will remember this album of the year in particular. Oh, but besides yeah. that, I'm not like, oh, like this is the best Grammys I've ever watched. But Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think I think at the, at the end of the day, you know, like there's there's obviously a lot of cynicism about the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You know, people Definitely. call it like the scammies, and mm-hmm. um, you know, like it, it's always just a bunch of rich people in in a room congratulating themselves. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I feel like. Like, what it's really about for me is, like, the moments, like, Lizzo winning and, like, shouting out Beyonce. Or the moments, like, like, Kim Petras winning. Or Uh, Harry's, or the grandma getting to announce that Harry won. (laughs) Which, it almost, it definitely softened the blow of how cute Mm -hmm. that was. Of her getting to hug him. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, and, like, the way that she was, like, she was speechless. Because she was like, Harry! (laughs) (laughs) Like, me too, girl. (laughs) Uh Um, But, yeah, like, that's what it's really about about for me like I, I don't I don't like the like well I don't watch the Grammys because blah 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 it's it's rigged and it's like maybe but it, it still leads to like a lot of good moments like most award shows like it, it's still like like people's lives get changed people's careers yeah. get changed they, they give people and even if you're not like I don't believe that the Grammys is the objective like they are always right but it gave us an hour and a half worth of things to talk about yeah Yeah. so (laughs) like it's definitely it's definitely interesting to talk Mm -hmm. about there's a lot of things that come out of the grammys um but if that's 
Do you guys have any other additional thoughts on the Grammys? Yeah, no, that's pretty much I it. I think I'm good. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, we, we really, we really <laughs> talked this. Hey, look. It was fun. It the was Grammys fun. are like four hours, so like yeah, we, we, we condense this to like it. an hour and a half. It'll probably be like just under with editing. Mm -hmm. But um, if there's anything you guys want to say before you go, uh, and then... I'll I'll hit the listeners with my outro and then we'll we will get on with our nights. I don't know. Just thanks for listening to all yeah. my opinions. Yeah. Some of them you might not like, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Listen, listen to more post podcasts. Yes. Um, yeah. Listen to the weekly roundup. Um, I, I have a YouTube channel where I talk about stuff that's similar to this. It's my name, so I'll, I'll shameless self promo. Yeah, self 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 promo is good. Um, if you liked this podcast and you want more of it, um. Check out the Post's website. There's a bunch of great podcasts there. Depths of Music, wherever you're finding this, you can find many more episodes. Uh, just before this, if you want, I guess, my Grammys or my opinions of what the best albums are of the year, I ranked every single album I listened to in 2022, which was like 60 albums. Mm -hmm. That episode about Damn Near killed me. Um, but I think there's some pretty good recommendations. And I get to, I talked a little bit more about um, some of the albums that we covered today. So if you want more in-depth opinions, definitely go there. Um, but all that being said, um, follow Depths of Music on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we got all that kind of good stuff. Be sure to check out all the great stuff that all of us are involved with. <laughs> ACRN, WUB, mm -hmm. The Post, of course, which you are probably finding this on. Um, but until next time, thank you for joining us uh, again at the Depths of Music podcast. Happy 2023. Let's get this year started the right way uh, in this very cute and fancy room. Um, so I have been Nicholas, and thank you for diving with me into the depths of music. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>